0: This, this This. is an Intel Studios production. We're on. I'm really excited this week. Are you? Yes, because I feel like you and I, this week, sometimes we know exactly what the other's going to talk about and mm-hmm. we are like, okay, this is, you know, oh, you, you talk about that then, then yeah. I'll talk about this. This week, I'm excited because I feel like you've got secrets. Yeah, and I, yes. I've got secrets and you keep starting something and then going oh, n- no you don't know about that I'm not going to tell you and then I've got I'm not telling you about this thing and I'm yeah. really excited <laughs> to tell you and I'm really excited because yeah. not only is this podcast for you mm-hmm. out there listeners it's also for us
1: it, it, well it is one of, the, one of the reasons this podcast exists is because I used to tell you things yes. and you used to tell me things
0: yes that would um, help that would help each other yeah you've got a problem let me fix it. We're fixers, mm-hmm. you and me.
1: Um, yeah, well, what problems are you going to fix for me today? I've got a really good one.
0: <laughs> Should we tell them what the podcast is first? Yes. You do that.
1: Okay, so this is Making the Cut, hosted by me, Michael Douglas, and...
0: Me, Davina McCall.
1: And it's called Making the Cut because we uh, try and test various things uh, that we would like to think improve our lives and therefore could improve your lives. And it's whether those things make the cut or not. So it's nothing to do with cutting hair, despite what I do for a living. It's
0: a clever play on words, though. It's quite
1: a clever play on words, isn't mm-hmm. it? Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, so that's what it is, really. So there are various things that have made the cut this week. One of them is a foodstuff.
0: <gasps> a foodstuff? Yeah. Oh. Oh.
1: Yeah. So. Um, yes. I- I'm going to let you taste this, because it's just fre- fresh out of the oven. Now, what I would say <gasps> wait, is. Wait, wait. Can I yeah, just
0: say, can I just okay. paint the picture? Yes. Michael, one of my most favorite things about you Uh is how particular you are about food and your enjoyment of food (laughs) Um, and how important it is. Now, for somebody who struggles sometimes eating Mm -hmm. enough or you're sheer enjoyment of food mm. brings me enormous joy so I'm just going to paint a picture okay. he wants me to try some garlic butter but unlike me who would give him a sort of dried up bit of bagel and just go here try the butter on this he's got a bit of ciabatta he's taken it out unbeknownst to me he's put it in the oven he's warmed up the ciabatta he's got the garlic bread out he's put it on a board I mean the whole thing this is a thing yes okay
1: uh so I stumbled across this about a year or two ago. Yeah, I just assumed everybody knew about it. But when I speak to people, nobody seems to know about it. No, well, this is it. I said to you, "Have you tried this?" You said, "What is it?" So we're both big fans of Lurpak. Yes, I love Lurpak. Yes, and
0: we're not sponsored by Lurpak. Not sponsored.
1: But if Lurpak wanted to send us free butter, we would eat it endlessly, lovingly. Yes. And you are the butter queen. I've never known anything. Yes, I am. Never known anyone eat quite so much butter. And you also like garlic, I presume. Yes,
0: I love garlic. I'm French.
1: I've seen you eat garlic bread as well. It's like watching (laughs) Jurassic Park. Um, The the bit where the Tyrannosaurus Rex is chasing the car. That's essentially what happens. So I, I... Thought. instead of buying a garlic baguette i would yeah. buy the bread i like and yes. then i'd buy this garlic butter so it's from lower pack it's one pound 45 you get it in this little tube here have you seen what this I, before but
0: what i really like mm. about the tube mm. is that it is very french looking this is how the french has yes, butter exactly
1: so it's not it's more like a, a long cube than a tube just yeah. in case you're looking for it on the shelves yeah but it's things only 125 grams you get it's one pound 45 I get this from Sainsbury's, but I'm sure you can get it Why anywhere else. Why do they else.
0: do it in a hunt? Why do they do it in such? I time? don't know. I
1: can only assume it's like rich, rich, rich. Yeah. You know, like it might not be that good for you. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't done the. I mean, it can't maths. be any worse for you. But let me give you a piece of it to try. Now we always oh, said so on this excited. podcast we wouldn't do this thing where we get you to try stuff to see whether you like it or not. Yeah. I already know you're going to like it. You it's just really a measurement like. of how much you're going to like it.
0: Mm. But you know, you've got to put quite a lot on there.
1: I mean, there, there is a lot on here, I'm going to put a bit extra on as well for you because. Right. Okay,
0: so. um, if anybody has the phobia of chewing noises, which we do know some of our listeners do have, mm. um, don't listen now because I'm about to bite into a crispy ciabatta, which I'm going to take this end because it's got a lot more yeah, it's butter got, on it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I love it all.
1: It's so good, this stuff.
0: Oh, my God. Right? It's really garlicky.
1: Yeah, and buttery. You never need you garlic don't.
0: bread ever again. You
1: just buy the bread you like and put this stuff what? on it. I know, right? But not only that, you want to cook a chicken. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, my God. Wanna cook chicken? The chicken Cover the chicken everywhere. in this stuff,
1: right? I did a piece potatoes. of salmon. Did a bit of salmon earlier. Bit of those little choppy mini mm. roasted potatoes. Mm. Chuck it on there. Basically, chuck it on Everything and anything. It is so good. Do you know who's going to love this? Who? Chester. Chester, yeah. All He's the boys. my garlic fiend. All the girls. I'm going oh, to have to a little bit as well. Oh, my God. It's a total game changer, but on the chicken, it's
0: outrageously
1: good. You get very crispy skin. No,
0: but you would put it on everywhere. Why do they put it in such a small pack? We need to talk to Lerl Pack.
1: Mm. If you don't know about this... Then go and buy some.
0: Get with the programme. This is the best... Why do we not know about... Why is this Mm. not everywhere, though? I don't understand. It's one of those things where you think, this is a product that everybody should be using every day. I would have this just for breakfast on a...
1: a... (laughs)
0: Does it make your breast smell?
1: We'll find out later.
0: Well, we won't because we'll We'll both stink. We'll
1: both stink. We'll have to go and kiss other people. Oh, that was a joke. Oh. Backfire. <clears throat> backfired. <laughs> um, so that's it, uh, folks. That's my first recommendation. Oh, that was
0: really bloody good.
1: That definitely made the cut.
0: No, but you... What? You've excelled yourself. Really? There. Yes.
1: I've just bitten into a piece of garlic. That was mm.
0: so... Okay, I've mm. got to try and... I've just got to try yourself. and re. regroup here. Okay. This is my one that I'm going okay. to show you. Okay. So, yesterday... mm mm-hmm. A friend of mine told me about something in her cupboard. She knows about your condiment addiction.
1: Oh, okay, good.
0: And you know what it's like when you've got a cupboard with condiments in and or a fridge with condiments in. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, generally speaking, in a fridge, they all go on the top shelf. And, you know, you've got spring onions from 2012 in there <laughs>
1: yeah, and yeah. Um,
0: pesto from... Yeah. You just can't see anything. And everything's at the back and you end up buying cranberry sauce again Again, and again again, and again again, because it's so it's just one of those things you just think well whatever or cupboards you know with spices in I mean you have to be quite she-she to have a spice rack yes but you know generally speaking you put all your spices just in one cupboard and you know they're all about you can't see anything you can't find anything you never see them again yeah she told me about sushi. Kirsty Spence okay a lazy Susan in your cupboard. Have you got one?
1: No. Have but you heard about no, it? No, but it's Have instantly just it? like, why haven't I invented this? Well,
0: for the love of God, these spin round.
1: Oh So you my put it in Lord. every cupboard.
0: You put it so it. I always thought the lazy Susans were just the things that you got in the middle of a table. Yeah, yeah. So if you had a big round table or like at mean, a big Chinese learn, restaurant, I was just going to say. Yes. Do you remember back in the day yeah. when we could go to a Chinese mm. restaurant? Well. That kind of thing where you spin the thing round and everybody gets some of the... Yes. Prawn crackers. Uh, toast. Prawn yeah. toast. Deep fried prawn Oh my <laughs> God! Anyway, so the Lazy Susan mm-hmm. is the thing that you spin round, But you can get them any size and it isn't just for tables. It's for everything. Everywhere. So you could have... Um, all your oils on a lazy susan yeah. next to your Argo. You could open your spice cupboard and just have them. They've got them for everything, but the best mm-hmm. is in the fridge. The fridge is like a black hole for oh, condiments. Yes. stuff, stuff goes st- to Stuck the at the back.
1: Yeah, dude. I've got a plastic revolving
0: sauce. So I'm just having a quick look on okay, Amazon okay. here. Um for ten quid you've got my MD M design Lazy Susan turntable condiment holder, plastic revolver revolving condiments and spice rack kitchen storage unit but i'm you can put those in you've got double decker Ah, lazy susan double decker
1: see oh oh, okay okay because what's weird about this is my condiment tray is a round tray that i put into the cupboard and then have to pull out each night to look for stuff
0: right so it's never even
1: dawned on me that i could just spin that round and rotate but is it a lazy susan no mine isn't it's just a round tray well but it it didn't dawn birthday. on me that I could have built something that I would have done that. It's, it's my your birthday.
0: birthday in two days. It is. The 9th of May.
1: and You know I, what you're going to get? I'm going to get a lazy suit. You're going to
0: get a lot of, like for everywhere, yeah, every okay. cupboard, every nook, every cranny.
1: Well, it's great. The other thing is, because I'm quite small, a lot of the high up cupboards are difficult. Yes. <laughs> so well, the don't fact wait. that I we're, can reach the and then spin yes. it. Would be uh, would be great,
0: and even just I mean, it's just one of those things where in every single cupboard Mm. in a bathroom in a in a bathroom cupboard, it's just really useful. Yeah, and it's helpful to tidy.
1: It's very helpful for tidying. Yes, Mm. I I agree. And I organised my house yesterday. I did like six hours of non-stop organising, throwing stuff out. Yeah, it it was extremely nice, and I feel. My brain feels a lot less cluttered today because of it. I've thrown loads of stuff out. What I sort of think, stuff did you throw out? Just like old picture yeah. frames that I'll never use. Or Do
0: you find it hard to let go of that not sort of stuff? Not particularly.
1: No, I'm quite good at throwing stuff out. I have a rule, basically, that if I've not used it or looked at it or played with it or whatever for like six months to a year, <gasps> it can get thrown out. Wow. And But if it's something that I want to hold on to slightly, I take a photo of it and then throw it out. So at least I've got like a memory of it and I need a memory of it or something like that.
0: Oh my that. God, that is such a yes, good idea. Yes, that was a
1: recommendation to people that if you're struggling throwing stuff out because it holds some kind of weird value but it doesn't hold any actual value. But it's not value.
0: sentimental no, value. No, obviously you don't want yeah. to throw
1: away, you know, sentimental jewellery or anything yeah. like that. But there's lots of crap you have, isn't there? Lying around yeah. in the loft and in these drawers and stuff. And I always think, well, I like it, but I don't want to keep it. So yeah. photograph, bin. So I did a lot of that yesterday. That's
0: extremely clever. It's
1: quite funny when you're talking about this that... Um, I saw Adele once, you know, the the lady singer Adele. Yeah. And uh, she, did, she does a song called Turning Tables, which <sighs> is a breakup song of her and her boyfriend, but it happens in a Chinese restaurant oh uh, over a Lazy Susan. No! Yes, and that's where the song came from, Turning Tables, is oh, her so funny. using the, the, the Lazy Susan as a metaphor for how their relationship wow. turned around. And when you said... You know the turning tables thing. I was thinking, oh my god, that's that Adele story. You know, very funny that. Yeah, isn't it?
0: that's so weird. Yeah.
1: Um, little did we know that such a kind of powerful and difficult song was basically just like pass me the prawn crackers.
0: But I, exactly. But i mm. You know what I'm really pleased about yeah? is that we've both kicked off today's episode with foods with an absolute corker. Yeah.
1: Um, both of those are can't mm. live
0: without. Kitchen things. I
1: totally agree. Yes, I, I'm. I'm. I'm delighted. Right, I, what I, do you I want to it, talk about that? Yeah, I just want to eat that. Don't, no, don't. okay, I'll save it for later. Save it. One thing I would do, uh, say is that um, I've started going to go into the gym in the evenings.
0: Oh, yes. So yeah. you've talked about Pure Gym before.
1: I've talked about Pure Gym, and that's why I just thought I would give it a, a little backrest. to say I still go. Since they opened the gyms up, I've been going in the mornings, but the other the other night I decided to go in the evening. Mm. Why? Because um, I just couldn't be asked going during the day, you know, when you think, oh, you I don't want to go and all that. I was tired when I went. I went at 10.30 at night.
0: Wow, that's late. It's quite late,
1: isn't it? What's great about the old Pure Gym is it's open 24-7, so mm. even on Christmas Day, I think you can mm. go. Mm. Uh, and I thought, well, I'll go and see what it's like. What's quite good is on the app, you can see who's in the gym. It tells you like how, the capacity of the gym and who's in it. So there was Who was in it? It tw- was 12 people in the gym. What? With 139 capacity.
0: 12 people in the gym at 10.30 mm. at night?
1: All the gainers, all the hard gainers were in there.
0: Oh, what like going for massive weights. Massive weights. Did it inspire you? No,
1: not at all. But tell you what, (laughs) just as a little thing, if you're a gym goer and you were thinking about pure gym or whatever it is, what I found going in the evening was that there was no time restriction on me at all. Like I did more than I would have done normally. Like more reps Oh, because you
0: didn't have to go anywhere. I have
1: to go anywhere other than go to bed. I didn't have to eat either. Yeah. Even though I did. But But But
0: you do have to eat.
1: Yeah, I mean, you should have something to eat after your. No, but like you, I do need to. Eat, like but not more 11, than 11 I wouldn't, yeah. perhaps, but
0: you should.
1: But what I found is, I thought, oh, it's like ten to eleven, and then I thought it's eleven, and then I thought, oh, I'll just do a, I'll just do those exercises all again, mm. and then I thought, oh, I'll do an extra two reps on everything. Like there was no pressure. Whereas if I go in the morning, I think, oh my god, I've got to walk the dog, and then I've got to go mm. and click this, and then I've got to go and do that. Mm. There was none of that at all. No. It was just exercise. And then I Mm. thought, oh, great, I'll have a brew and go to bed. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the McDonald's is next door to the gym, so I've got 20 chicken Mm. nuggets uh, as well, which is not a recommendation, by the way. It was just, Mm. Mm -hmm. I just really felt tempted. Mm -hmm. And Usain Bolt was a great inspiration. You love like a nugget. Tell here.
0: the story about Usain Bolt because yeah, I've so never heard that
1: before. Usain Bolt, just before he broke the world record, not just broke it, but absolutely annihilated it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen the footage of that, but he was running with his shoelaces undone as well. Have you ever seen that? So when he no. breaks the world record, his shoes aren't even tied on his feet. His shoelaces are undone.
0: What, well, on purpose? I
1: think he just forgot to tie them or something. But the interesting thing is he was so paranoid that his food was going to get spiked with some banned substances, yeah. like someone was going to put some steroids into his food or anything like that. So he took himself to McDonald's before the race and he bought 36 chicken nuggets and he ate them.
0: Is that not the best advert for McDonald's? Did he do an advert from I'm sure I think he, he probably did. did. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he yeah. did.
1: But he said it was just the only place you could get safe food because they'd have to contaminate all the McDonald's food with all the people if if they were going to spike his food. How so we just do you to the a-
0: chicken nuggets. are
1: Well, I think they're safer than you know, yeah, there's no, somebody. Joking. Yeah, I'm joking. I'm <laughs> okay. being facetious. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, it is a funny story that I think. But
0: um I'm yeah. still reeling from those chicken Supremes.
1: The chicken selects. Selects. That's yeah, it. Yeah, they're crazy, aren't they? We shouldn't recommend select them.
0: Select is a weird. Yeah, it
1: is a weird, then, isn't it? Yeah, supreme you have would be much select. better. Yeah. Um, so how did we get there?
0: Um, I'm not entirely sure, but okay. you you were clearing things out, that was good. and then, oh, we went to Pure Gym.
1: Oh, Pure Gym, that was right. So anyway, I would recommend it, I'd highly recommend it, if, you, if you've got a Pure Gym membership, go late in the evening before you go to bed. I was tired when I got there, but after the first few exercises and a bit of a warm-up, I was fine, and then a few banging tunes, and I was away, and then I felt great the following morning, because... You like, were done. I, I were done, you know, like I didn't need to get up and do anything particularly and I could feel my body was like a bit pumped mm. and that, you know, so it was great. I highly sure recommend it. there
0: are other gyms out there that are open in the evening. Yes. It was just a kind of yeah, yeah. an idea because we've already recommended them, haven't we? Graham Heron. Oh, yeah. Your friend. Yeah, yeah. So he and I met the other day. <laughs> that sounds yeah. really dodgy, doesn't yes. it? <laughs> okay. Um... No, he was uh, doing my blinds, and that isn't a euphemism. No,
1: well, thank God for that. Uh,
0: And he then said, oh, it's Michael's birthday soon, isn't Mm. it? And um, I know that you want a wallet, and I potentially should have left this until after your birthday, but a wallet is a very difficult thing to buy for someone. That It's like buying a woman a handbag. It is a very, very personal thing. Mm -hmm. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, completely. I mean I'd really not like to buy you a handbag basically. N- no. No. Well,
0: if you did you know where to go.
1: Do um, I? Um yes. Okay. <laughs> um, it's the place where yeah, I only have handbags okay. from this
0: place. Yeah, yeah. So this this company that he he's got a wallet by this wallet by this company. Okay. It's called SecRid, which is spelt S E C R I D dot com. Okay. The funny thing nowadays about businesses is that everybody wants the dot com. Yes. So you just will think of literally any name mm-hmm. where the dot .com's still available. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Is that... The I forgot Sekrid, it. sacred oh. Secrid. You just think, what yeah. is sacred. It doesn't matter. It's, it's just a, a made-up word. Yeah. But it's dot .com, so yeah. who cares? So secret have got this really amazing thing with their men's wallets. Mm-hmm. You know what's annoying with the wallet is... With with a man's wallet or mm. with a woman's wallet, when you've got your cards tucked into the what's-it, mm-hmm. if you've got more than one card in there, it's really hard to access the back card.
1: Oh, I always cut the corners of my fingers because as I dig in, one card digs into my finger and then cuts it a little bit. And then you have to pull them out and then you have a sore finger for the rest of the month or something. It's really it? annoying. Yeah, yeah.
0: And you, who's got six cards? No one. I mean... I've got loyalty cards for Hoopers, my local shopping yeah. thing. I've got loyalty cards for. Yeah, I've yeah. got loyalty cards for bloody Harrods. Yeah. I don't. I haven't been to Harrods for <laughs> ten years, but yeah. I've still got loyalty. Yeah. I've just got loyalty cards for everything, uh-huh. and I still seem to be saying no to loyalty cards all the time. Oh, but me I've, too. I've got yeah. so many. So, mm-hmm. this is a very clever thing where you can put four to six cards into a special thing where when you press this little button at the bottom of the wallet, so the wallet is leather fronted, Mm -hmm. but it also has a little metal case in it Mm -hmm. and a tiny little button at the bottom of the case. And when you flick the button to the right, your four to six favorite cards spring up out of the wallet and you just take oh, the card you want.
1: Okay. Like that. Yeah. Okay. And they're
0: very easy to pull out. Right. And or you could take all of them out at the same time mm-hmm. and then put them all back in again. Okay. It's super duper easy. So
1: I like the sound of this. You've
0: got just a card protector here which will carry four to six cards. Okay. You've got this money band one where mm-hmm. you can put cash inside the elastic band okay. that goes around the outside. I mean this one's very basic the money band one. It's um, £10. It's a stainless steel thing. It pushes up your credit cards that you want. And around the outside is a kind of elastic band that you can tuck cash into. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the card slide, which is for four to six cards to spring out of the top. Okay. Then you can actually put extra cards inside and cards and sort of receipts and things or small personal items. Then you've got the mini wallet. Now, the mini wallet starts to open up where you can open it up and start putting cash inside. Okay. And you can get them in all different colours.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I mean, a lot of different colours. Oh wow!
1: God, there's hundreds of colours.
0: Hundreds of colours. Okay. And basically, it it then has a cash thing which you can keep your cash in. I think the slim wallet is this the one that Graham well, had? Slim yeah,
1: slim slim wallet sounds good to me. I what I hate is, yeah, is the fact that. It ruins the shape of my jeans or something. So this, mm-hmm.
0: when you look at it, it is literally only the size of the card. Okay. Not only have you got the bit that you click and ah, the cards yeah, come yes. out of this side, you also have a cash thing mm-hmm. where you can slide your cash into that bit and it all folds over and this is genuinely the width of it. It is That's so it. compact.
1: Okay. Well, I, when he showed that.
0: me, I was like, wow. I mean, obviously, Graham... Yeah. You know, businessman, he's got the double, extra thick, like... Oh, yeah, yes. He's got the mega one. He's got all these business cards in there, He's got all his business cards in there. But I think you would want the slimline one. I definitely want the slimline one. But it's very clever.
1: Okay, good. It looks looks very good. I I mean, it's a real problem for me. I mean, I tried to put everything... I tried to put everything in my Apple Watch, Mm. everything on the phone, all that stuff, and it kind of works. Mm. But, you know, there's like three or four cards I still need to carry around every day bloody pain it is
0: and they've literally got like faux croc they've got you know yeah. all different kinds of, oh, yeah. and it's a really um, I think guys are super super duper hard to buy presents for they sometimes really are, so if you yeah. want to get a present for a guy a sacred wallet is quite a clever idea yes. quite
1: my kids are quite like these as well yes. really good little, I'm going to put it in the old memory banks for Christmas
0: yeah well you don't need to put it in the memory bank because we've talked about it on the podcast it's right here
1: it'll be in the entail app it'll be
0: it? in the entail app
1: very good Alan Partridge this time with Alan Did Partridge Did you watch it? I've watched it yes. and? Oh um, I mean they are there are like five or six big laps in it but there are moments where it drags on a little bit they, they do these VTs where they Oh my god I'm upset they're just they just they really labour the joke you know and you think "I oh. oh, don't really need to labour it for that long you know but the bits where they're in the studio and everything is superb so you, you must watch it it's on on a Friday night at 9.30 I think it's BBC One um, Do you and think it's this time with Alan Partridge?
0: Because uh, mm. you are because you know it so well. Yes. Possibly their biggest critic as well as fan. Yes. That you possibly would critique it more than mm. I would because Yes. I just think it's funny, but you're like yeah. no, I've known every single episode of everything he's ever done yeah. and there is funnier. Yeah. But actually I'd be rolling around.
1: Yeah. You might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. I'd, I'd definitely give it a watch. I'm still recommending it because I do still love it.
0: Okay, but good. I wish to
1: just slightly shorten those VT bits, you know. Um, should we talk about the film we watched? Yes. We watched two films. Yes. The Mauritanian.
0: Yes, that one. What's it called? Mauritanian. If you stray outside the designated areas, you will be
1: removed from the island. It's recommended you wear a hijab when visiting your client. We've had incidents of inmates spitting at female lawyers.
0: You want to represent the head recruiter for 9/11, Mohamedou Ould Slahi, the Mauritanian held in Guantanamo. He recruited the guys who flew your friend's plane into the South Tower.
1: He put those men on my husband's plane. The Mauritanian. We watched that.
0: Because he's from Mauritania.
1: Yep. And the other one we watched was Escape from Pretoria. Yes. Okay. Yes. Visitors are once per month. Get used to this. You are the White Mandala. You are the most eluded of them all. Whatever happens in there,
0: don't give up. We've heard about you too. How many years? Oh. For me, twelve
1: family. We don't plan on staying that long.
0: Yes. <laughs> which, which is it, which it acceptable
1: to do a South African accent? I don't know, but do you know what? Yeah, it's worrying. I, sudden, I know the it?
0: sounds. This is. This sounds really posh. Yeah. And well. I am embarrassed to say it, but say I did... Ha- I had
1: uh-huh. a nanny mm-hmm.
0: to help me with my kids uh-huh. for 10 years called Britta.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. Steady. It's okay. Yep.
0: <laughs> and Britta... <Yeah. clears throat> ...was my lifeline. Mm-hmm. Like... She was just like... I mean, she still is. She's my great friend. Yes. And I i love that woman and mm. my children love her more than you could ever say. And Britta has just become a mummy. Yes. Herself. And Britta... Congratulations, um, Britta. ...is South African.
1: Uh, is she? Yes. I didn't know
0: that. Yes. And also, she's from Durban. And also, I worked with... A South African mm-hmm. um, for six years at Models One and, who was really funny, called mm-hmm. Craig, and I also, uh, my uh, mother, who I didn't see that often, but she was married mm-hmm. until her husband died to a South African. Okay. He was the last husband.
1: Wow. You're virtually South African, so basically.
0: So I've, you know, I've been surrounded by South Africans a mm. lot of my life. So I feel like I do know the accent okay. really well. But it's not really right okay. to mimic someone's accent. You're right. Yeah. But I very... Um, really do you know one of that. my favorite yes. my favorite things? Yeah. So um, I know something rude in South in Afrikaans, mm-hmm. which is hankakene milis. Okay. Um, which is go shit in the bushes.
1: Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and
0: tutsins is really sweet. Mm. Like tutsins is kind of see you soon.
1: Oh, okay, good.
0: And... It's a pleasure to meet you. Okay. And uh, come here.
1: And what's this? Afrikaans.
0: Afrikaans. It was basically what the the sort of Boer South Africans used to speak. It was the Afrikaans language, Afrikaner's language. But I I really enjoyed the historical side of this and the Mm. ANC and the fact that Daniel Radcliffe and his mate, were, I thought that actor that played the guy that was with Daniel Radcliffe.
1: The blonde guy? Yes. Yeah, he was great, wasn't he? He
0: was fabulous. He stole the show, really. He really did. And, but Daniel Radcliffe was also really good. But I really enjoyed it. It's based on a true story. Mm -hmm. And it was at the time of apartheid and the ANC would just kind of, I think already Nelson Mandela was already in prison. In prison, and yeah. And these two white men mm. joined the ANC to try and fight for the black South Africans' rights and to um, share power mm-hmm. um, with the, the the real people of South Africa. So. I enjoyed that kind of history lesson um, and they had some real footage in there as well, which yeah. was quite potent and um, fascinating. But these guys basically get sent to prison and it's their journey after that mm-hmm. and what happens to them and how hard their life is. And I, I, it was very, very, very tense.
1: And yes, it was recommended. Yes, you were pacing around a lot.
0: Well, I had to, yeah. I mean, you're very calm. I get so tense, I have to, I mean, for me, mm-hmm immediately I watched a movie once I'd got past Daniel Radcliffe's wig which is your fault because
1: yes wigs are tricky right you have started
0: yeah. me being extremely picky about people's hair yeah yeah in movies mm.
1: it's a big deal
0: because his hair wasn't the same colour as his beard
1: Yes, I know, and it, you, I mean, you know, it's because they're trying to match it, and the, the lighting was too harsh, It I was think. so harsh. So you end up seeing all the orange in the hair, mm. and not enough of the brown. It's tricky, but um, yeah, it was a good film. I mean, I did think that it could have been shorter, didn't need to be that long, I don't mm. think. It was quite a simple story, really, mm. Escape from the Prison, you mm. know. Um, but- yeah, no, I mean... You don't know whether they escape from the prison no. or not, you know. <laughs> it's called Escape from Pretoria. <laughs> so they're trying to escape, and it's like, will they, won't they? And they drag that out for quite a considerable yes. length of time. But they build a lot of suspense in there. There's a huge amount of tension. I think it's a good old classic escape movie.
0: And it's ingenious. Uh, I love yes. the way that they do it. Yeah, and me And you're thinking, too. there's no way, there's no way. And because it's based on, on a truth, true story, you think, yes. oh my God, that is absolutely miraculous. And you think, there's no way... These guys are ever going to figure out a way to do it, I and mean, yeah. it's just bit by bit by bit, you know, tenacity and. Mm.
1: Um... So there's the, the, the interesting bit is there's the, they're, they're in a cell where there's a there's a, a, a barred door in front of them with a mm. key lock in it. Mm-hmm. And then there's another door in front of that, but mm-hmm. the key lock is only on the outside of the door, mm-hmm. not the inside of the door. Mm-hmm. So we have this idea about making keys to get out. But how do you unlock a door when you only get access from the outside? Mm. And I thought that was really that was clever. Great. Yeah. So there's lots of really good bits about it. I think it's a really good story. It's worth watching. I'm, and it's also a good reminder of what happened out there.
0: They did rec- somebody it was one of our listeners that recommended it to us. Oh, was it? Yes. And she said oh, yeah, Zoe that we were on the cough- edge yes. of our seat yes. you'll be on the edge of your seat and mm. she was absolutely right because we'd put out a shout out saying what yes, should we watch yes that's right yeah and she had recommended that
1: so yeah thanks Zoe it was, yeah. It, was, it was a good watch you're not on the edge of your seat you've left your seat <laughs> and you're wandering around the house I'm, with I'm, your head in your hands yeah. most of the time and then
0: yeah. you're going come and sit come down and sit down
1: you're going to miss all the yeah. plot points and, and I'm everything.
0: like I want to miss and then I'm like oh I need to go to the loo because I just cannot
1: handle it. It's fascinating seeing outrageous racism uh, like that when you see it in South Africa, just how blatant it is. Yes. And I mean, honest is not probably not the right word, but it's so blatantly honest that yes. they just hate them Yes. and then want to kill them. Yes. And that, sex, that was acceptable. I mean, yes. it's just unbelievable. There's a really good clip somewhere on, on a, a, a South African, a black South African guy on Live at the Apollo doing a joke about racism and he says something like you know the kind of racism you've got over here it's not really racism <laughs> <laughs> he said you know people not allowed to sit on a certain part of the bus he said it's not really racism that you want to come to where i lived you know and then he said i mean they t- had that, mean, so that real footage
0: that. of the guy getting really badly oh, beaten yeah, yeah not just trying to walk down the street yeah, and nobody's stopping it yeah nobody's and you've got a white policeman just beating mm. the crap out of this guy with a baton.
1: Yeah. And
0: then he just gets into a sort of, it seems like a random car. Yes. Um, who, who kind of rescue mm-hmm. him and take him off. But you just think, my God. I'm
1: most fascinated by the word apartheid as well. Mm. I never really met anybody who knows what it really means. And? Uh, no, I mean, I still don't really know. So we could have a little look. But people say apa- like it's apartheid. They don't mm-hmm. say an apartheid. No. And that's quite interesting as well. So why don't why wouldn't you do that? Because you normally put an an in front of a vowel, a word that starts with a vowel, don't you?
0: An um, apple. Apartness in the language of Afrikaans.
1: Ah, uh, okay. So it is specifically an African Apar- thing.
0: Apartheid is apartness.
1: What's apartness?
0: Well, apart, being apart. Oh,
1: apa- apartness. Uh, Okay, apartness.
0: Okay. So it was a system of legislation that upheld segregationist polices against non-white citizens of South Africa. After the National Party gained power in South Africa in 1948, its all-white government immediately began enforcing existing policies of racial segregation.
1: Wow. God, it's incredibly...
0: Terrible, right? It's unbelievable. Suddenly, you're in your own country and you're not allowed
1: Mm -hmm. to...
0: Go to certain parts of the town, sit in mm. certain buses, use a loo.
1: Yeah, well, especially when you think about Africa as largely a black continent as yes, well. Yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> you just think, well, yeah. how has this worked out? It's worth watching just to kind of reignite your imagination it about is. what went on. Uh... It is. But I am going to talk about a couple of things. One is a David Bowie documentary that I've been watching Ooh. on the iPlayer called... I definitely
0: want to watch that.
1: Finding Fame. And? Uh, yeah, it's really good. I, I and what I, I get into bed sometimes at night and just think, well, I just need something to watch for 10 minutes just while I wind down. And then I usually look through the documentaries and see what's going on. And there's this David Bowie one. Now, I don't know a lot about David Bowie. I'm not a big fan either of David Bowie. There's a few mm-hmm. songs I quite like. You know, um, Let's Dance and um, I loved Moon Age Daydream and a couple it, of other things. Do you know, you
0: know? what? I, I, I like David Bowie. Mm. Um, but it was my childhood
1: yeah, well, you're a different and, generation yes. to me, and I think that's and one my, significant difference. we all my friends difference. were mm. in
0: Bowie Bags. Mm. I was sort of 16, 17. We'd all get stoned. Mm. Sorry, kids, don't do drugs. Yeah. Um, and listen to his songs. And his songs were so intricate. Yes. That you'd hear them, and you'd think, God, what planet mm. is it? So the stuff that you're talking about is much more recent. Oh, yes. But if you go back...
1: Oh well, It's so trippy. You wait till you go back and watch this documentary, because it's, oh. it's even trippier at the beginning. He does like five or six singles that don't even touch the charts, stuff you would never have heard of with all sorts of different <gasps> bands before he's David Bowie. Oh, wow. He does one called The Laughing Gnome. Have you ever heard of The Laughing Gnome? No. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. It's like the Smurfs or something. And
0: it is David Bowie, so well done.
1: Uh, what? Not Bowie. Mm-hmm. Bowie. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it was quite interesting, but he lives in this kind of suburban um part of uh, London, I think it might be Bromley, he was born in Brixton, but then he moves out to, I think it's Bromley or Broccoli, and he's raised by his family in this kind of classic 1930s semi, you know, it's Mm -hmm. really boring, he's desperate Mm -hmm. to get out, you know, and he's constantly experimenting with, I guess, music and the way he looks and the way he behaves and then makeup and all sorts of Mm -hmm. stuff, and it's a very interesting look at somebody who now, you perhaps, in this kind of modern um, liberal age, probably would have been non-binary, I would have thought. Where back then you were just kind of alternative. You liked wearing funny clothes and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's quite interesting to think that there's this idea that all this non-binary stuff's come new, about all yeah. of a sudden but it's brand it's not. new. But actually it's been around for It's been not. around, it's been for, around for years. I mean, never when you had look those at, words, you know.
0: In fact, if you look at all the new romantics, mm. um, oh, yeah, in terms yeah. of clothing, mm. there was a real crossover between men yeah, and, and makeup, women. Like everybody earrings, looked the yeah. same. Mm. Guys were wearing the same mm. makeup as girls. That, yeah. You know, we forget about all of that.
1: Yeah, so that that's one thing that really struck my imagination, is just how alternative he was, mm. but also how kind of liberal everybody was. So he was in bands and people said, you know, people assumed he was a homosexual, and, but nobody seemed to care whether he was or wasn't. But
0: do you not feel that um, musicians are always um, permitted a lot of extra slack that society, generally speaking, won't afford anybody that's not famous? So back in the day, yeah. say... Um, in America, when America was, I think, still in slavery. Mm. And Dinah Washington was a jazz artist and she was fated, mm-hmm. uh on the jazz scene in America. And yet, yes. black people were suffering everywhere else. Uh, okay. But she was yes. okay because she was a singer.
1: Yeah, yes. And I,
0: I suppose I think singers were always or Freddie Mercury but still there was clause 28 yeah. you know which made being gay illegal yeah. um, but he was the most famous gay ever so there's sort of that, that feeling of well it's alright if you're famous but not if you're
1: you anything else Freddie Mercury only officially came out a week before he died yeah, and it's quite amazing that isn't it well, there's it's a great clip in a on Instagram I don't know if you've seen it where the interviewer says have you got any hobbies is there anything you like doing and he's smoking a cigarette and he goes no and he goes "I like, like, I like having lots of sex and then he takes a drink and cigarette. And <laughs> you just think, wow, what a great answer, you know. And it's just so random, like, I don't know. And you think about that time. It seems so prudish to even say something like yes. that. But actually, well, it was all going do you know, off, right?
0: Do you remember, you might, again, mm. be a bit too young for, for this, mm. but Mary Whitehouse, you know, yes. I've got a picture of Cliff Richard and Mary Whitehouse mm. at my house. Mary Whitehouse was the woman who would be on things like right to reply all the time yes. moaning yeah. about people like um Bowie and yeah. Mercury mm. just going these guys are totally lowering yeah, yes. um standards the tone and the standards and, yeah. of Britain, you know single-handedly mm. lowering uh, our morals and um so I, I you know it's funny because back in the day there were sort of these paragons of virtue mm. who were Screaming against these people, but you're right.
1: Yeah, it was it was it was all it was all out there breaking barriers. Yes, so there's a couple of interesting things about the Bowie Doubt. One is they go for a little showcase at the BBC, and the BBC mark them and judge them essentially, and they get access to this feedback. (laughs) basically, it's just horrific—the worst type of feedback you could ever want. The singer can't sing; he's completely out of tune. He doesn't even know what the song's doing. The band aren't particularly good. You know, like everything's a no, 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 we would not want them on the BBC, you know. So that's quite funny. And then there's a few other bits and pieces. He was with about nine different bands before he made it, which I hadn't really realised.
0: And he made it as a solo artist, that's interesting. Yeah. But he didn't make it with a band, he made mm. it as a solo artist.
1: Yes, I think so. I'm, I'm only halfway through it, but it's... Well, he
0: definitely, because his name is but David he... Bowie, so...
1: But did he make it as Ziggy first, or did he make it Ziggy as...
0: Ziggy he... is David Bowie. Ziggy Stardust, it was the name of an album.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, I, it's a very interesting documentary and I'm, I'm fully uh, uh, excited to explore it all because the music's quite interesting, but I'm more interested just seeing somebody develop I'm, I'm, into a grown-up. You know? in,
0: I'm looking forward. Mm. I'm going to educate you, but like mm. just one song at a time, I'm not going to try yes, and bombard okay. you. Good. I'm going to get you to... listen. I might get you tipsy. Yes. And then sit you down and put on some... With really good speakers. Uh-huh. Some. Okay. Maybe some David... Bowie final.
1: Okay, yes, um, and then the other thing I've started to watch is Rocket Man, oh,
0: which yeah. is the
1: Elton John film, which is interesting because it's roughly set in roughly about the same time as the mm. Bowie thing, and you're also looking at somebody who was very alternative, mm. uh, and you probably would have considered. Not non-binary necessarily, or but he was no, definitely he kind was of a bit flamboyant. gay, and a bit straight. Very flamboyant. flamboyant. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he
0: was. It was interesting because at the time there was Liberace. Mm. I don't know if you remember him. I've,
1: I've, but I, I star as Liberace in the movie, of course. Of course. Beyond the Candelabra.
0: Oh, of course. starring Michael Douglas. Um, of course you do. Yes. I, I, that was very remiss yeah. of me not to think mm. about that. But obviously, um, Liberace was sort of around the same time, but he was kind of for all the old ladies. He was like the acceptable face of mm. campness and then came out and John with these really crazy flamboyant costumes. Mm. Um, and it made me sad to see his family's reaction to yeah. him as a person and how kind of unaccepted he was, really.
1: Well, I'm quite enjoying the film, Rocket Man. I'm halfway through that as well and I'm mm. dipping in and out while I, I, I like to eat and watch stuff, you know, so mm. I have a sit down for a bite to eat and then I watch half an hour of it or something. Mm. But it's interesting watching these two things go on at the same time yeah Yeah. and I like doing that generally with documentaries is if you're watching one thing about a certain period in history then if you could try and back it up with something else it gives you more context you know
0: I am pleased that you're watching Rocket Man now because I think Rocketman when it came out in the cinemas came out at absolutely the wrong time and I felt like Mm. everybody was going the biopic is the way forward oh my god Bohemian Rhapsody did so well Quick, let's get another one. Or I think maybe they were filming around the same time and Bohemian Rhapsody came out first. Mm -hmm. But it was a problem because Bohemian Rhapsody was a biography of Freddie Mercury and Queen. Yes. And it was an amazing sort of story. But Rocketman is a completely different genre of film. It's a musical, basically. It's a musical that tells the story of Elton John's life. Mm. And... So it's completely different and I think it didn't get the adulation and the respect that it deserved at the time because lots of people like, oh, it's, you know, it's not... It's not, a very really different
1: film though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's completely
0: yes. different but it, and it's equally as good, it's just different. Because
1: mm. the other one that came out around that time was Blinded by the Light, the Bruce Springsteen movie. Oh yeah. Which again is a musical film where they spring into song and dance yeah. in the middle of the film. So... There's a big crossover, I guess, with the Springsteen one, the Rocket Man one, and then you had, obviously, the Bohemian Rhapsody one. Yes. Which I don't think really should have won all the Oscars and things like that. I thought it was good, but I didn't think no. it was better I didn't than everything either. else that was going on around that time. Mm. The good thing about Rocket Man is it's just come on Netflix. Ah, so okay. Everyone can watch that. And then the David Bowie thing, Finding Fame, is on the BBC iPlayer. Just search David Bowie and it'll pop mm-hmm. up. But um, it's really can good. Can I just I'm the quickly, um,
0: yes. as a post... Mm Mortem talk about Line of Duty. Oh, of course, And there was a lot of controversy about Line of Duty, and there was kind of people were a bit disappointed with the Mm. ending, and this is, um, please stop listening if you haven't seen it yet, but all I basically saw it as, as um, a slight wrap-up for this series, and there is potential to do another series, but they can kind of start afresh. They've been looking for this fourth man. Mm-hmm. and they've been capturing people various through the various series but this fourth man has eluded them all the time and they found the fourth man Okay, and so now I think they just sort of need to put that behind them and start a new case and it's a little bit up in the air the trio you know Adrian Dunbar yes. Martin Compton mm-hmm. and um, Vicky McClure are they still going to be together mm-hmm. is Adrian Dunbar going to retire so I'm seeing Line of Duty another series you are yes please okay yeah not I a spin-off. It. Possibly a spin-off. I, uh, I mean, my God, they got so many viewers. Yeah. 11 million yes, viewers. I mean,
1: um, the BBC are going to throw
0: money Unbelievable. At one, they've they, got think, to yeah. do another one. And
1: mm. it's very impressive, those figures. It's speakers, amazing.
0: Yeah. And I think now they have become part of the fabric of Britain. So we, we need them mm. to come back.
1: I watched the first two series, I think, maybe three series, yeah. I haven't watched any of this uh, latest one. But it's because too many people are watching it. If it's yes, too popular, I know. I know, I, I, know I know what you mean. You know, same with gaming. I Prime. know
0: what you mean. Um, shall we just finish, or do you, Oh, no, let's do shout-outs if you, if and finish you shout-outs, on shout-outs, yes.
1: So, Hazel Neild uh, said, Just listening to you recommending a diving documentary, mm-hmm. which sounds amazing. In a similar vein, at Free Solo on Amazon I've heard Prime. I've about that. I've seen it, so uh, I'll mention it in I a minute. Think,
0: I think I've seen it.
1: D- the, the free cinema. climber you, we didn't know I watched it at the cinema with the kids Yes. Uh, on Amazon Prime it's an incredible documentary about a free climber attempting El Capitan in
0: what, what was that? it's a mountain no I know I've been there El Capitan w-
1: I think it's from um, the young ones they used to there was a scene in the young ones when I was a kid and they go El Capitan and uh, yeah, I just uh, I was like okay. what? yeah yeah I've been there um, Yosemite
0: National Park it's amazing
1: see so I always want to see Yosemite
0: yeah, but it's not.
1: It's not that, is it? Because no. Apple did an upgrade for its system. Yes, once and it was Yosemite. And I said, oh, have you downloaded the Yosemite update? <laughs> Do you know, my friend, um, yeah. my
0: friend, um, we were 18, we we're going to Paris, mm. and she said, um, I'll meet you at Trocadero.
1: Oh, the Trocadero. <laughs> oh, my God, brilliant. Um, I've seen Free Solo, and it is something else. It really is. Water came poured out of the palms of my hands as I was watching it it's so I mean you don't like Uh, tense no I've seen it oh you have seen I have seen it but it's a great suggestion that uh, Mm. Hazel and I'd highly recommend it to anybody else um and then uh, Earl Grey Girl One Sarah recommended this Instagram site which is absolutely brilliant right so I'm gonna bring it up um he's called Fernando Is he called Fernando Rossa? Yeah, and he's a bass player, and he's a real dude. So he's got the hair, he's got like the afro, he's got the big bushy beard, and he plays Russell bass. Rossa
0: bass, okay. Look at his face,
1: and it, so he just posts this stuff, right? Oh my god, it's so good, isn't, isn't it? it?
0: Do you know who he needs to get together with? Who? Do you know he Mark Rebelay
1: yeah yes it should do yeah
0: oh my god so good how many followers has he got
1: about 200 000.
0: stop it shut up oh right yes
1: how good is this guy
0: but he's got the look <laughs>
1: the fact that he doesn't say anything either i love just like yeah maybe. and he's
0: just looking straight at the camera Oh my God, this guy's amazing.
1: So that is a great recommendation. That's Go and follow so him uh, Fernando Rossa.
0: Can I just say something? Yeah. Whoever recommended that to us?
1: Earl Grey Girl.
0: Earl Grey Girl yeah. gets us.
1: Yes. She knows the drill. She
0: knows I, She has been listening us. to
1: us, though, from the very beginning. Um, I thought I recognised the name. She said, hello, Michael Davina. Just wanted to tell you about the coolest Instagram page ever. Well, she you totally, totally gets our from. vibe. So, um, Forever Friends, uh, Forever Knits, sorry, they're called. We've recommended these before. I think you recommended Forever Knits. Did you do a knitting thing? Pretty sure
0: um, you did. No, I did um, Wool and the Gang.
1: These are the scales I've got anyway. Oh, Forever Knits recommended me scales, so I. Oh, sorry, yes,
0: Forever Knits, yeah.
1: So these are coming tomorrow. Um, but thank you very much indeed. They're called Renfo scales. They're twenty five pounds from Amazon. Twenty five quid. Yeah, they have so much information on. That's good. I read the reviews before buying. Blah blah blah. Not long discovered the podcasts, and I love it. And then there was this last one from Katie Wooten. She, she's messaged it a few times saying she's just watched We Are the Millers. Oh. And I did say we've, meant, we've talked about it. But it is. Great
0: movie.
1: I mean, if I've you want. I've
0: never laughed so much. I
1: totally agree. It's the funniest comedy <laughs> film, I think, that, that is out Even there. Even just
0: thinking about it.
1: Well, that's why I wanted to read that one out, because if anybody's stuck for something funny to watch and you've not seen it, it's Jennifer Aniston, Justin Sadukas, Jason. Jason Sadukas. The guy who plays Lee Carter in The Son of Rambo. can't remember and his name. And he
0: is amazing. Oh. Will Poulter. Will
1: Poulter, that's the one, yeah. And
0: yeah. he's really good in this because he plays lots of straight roles. Yes. But actually, he's very, very funny.
1: And um, and he
0: fancies his sister. Which, you, if you watch it, it'll make sense.
1: And you get to see his testicles.
0: Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Um. Listen, before point. you go, because yep. I feel like um, I just want to... Uh, uh, while we're on the subject of yep. Instagram, I quickly want to recommend somebody because this... I, I love dance... Instagram accounts because really good dancing
1: mm-hmm.
0: completely blows my mind, and there 's a guy called That's jackson like miles chavis chavis, and his instagram account is j the, the letter j the number four then c k s o n seven the number the letter j the number four then c k s o seven i 'm quickly going to show you okay. Michael, so you can be amazed so there's a there 's a clip on here. That he did oh, with a yes. girl. Yeah. And this girl is so freaking yeah. hot and cool while she dances. And he found fame really with that guy from Fox News mm-hmm. in America that is the weather guy and he does dancing. Oh. And he started up his account. He now has 1.8 million Bloody followers hell. and he's a dancer. And was this- he a weatherman? No. Oh. This guy danced with the weatherman. Oh, and okay. okay. I found him by. By following the okay. weatherman And then I okay. found him Watch this
1: You posted this right This week Yeah
0: Watch the whole Look at her Wow they just so good it's very good well, yeah. I mean and the thing is it's like micro gestures mm-hmm. but they're so tight and they just look so good
1: they do look very cool and I
0: just watched them oh, oh Michael's doing, doing his a bit, uh, bit of uh,
1: what is it called Popping. Popping, body popping. popping, popping and locking um, and chopping. Davinia, uh, Davinia Gomez, I think, uh, is her name. She recommended a film called uh, A Promising Young Woman, and it's on uh, new on Sky. And I think my kids have watched this because they told me about it the other night, and I've heard very good things about it. I don't know anything about it, but I think we will probably watch this at some point. But thank you, Davina Gomez. For thank that. you. Yes, good.
0: Um, well, that was really good. All right, we were it? on fire.
1: We were. I know I've even got stuff left over, but um, all I basically want to do, eat, eat the garlic bread. <laughs> it's been wafted. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice to see everybody. Hope everyone's all right. It's my birthday tomorrow, if you're listening on Friday. No, no. It my birthday? Sunday. Sunday? Yeah, two Saturday, sleeps. Is it? Two sleeps. This is um, what's got you into
0: trouble. 48. 48. Yeah. For six months, mm. you are only five years younger than me.
1: Oh, is it? Is it? And then, we're, yeah. then I'm six years younger. Yeah. I'm quite a lot younger. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just how I like
1: it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, we never talked about that either. We'll talk about that next time. Oh! Yeah, we'll save it. So
0: good. Okay, save it. I know, it's great. Save
1: it. uh, see you very soon, everybody. Bye!